in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 20 this morning. Good to be a Christian this morning. My, they ain't, what a wonderful name. I love that song. They ain't nobody quite like Jesus this morning. He's above and beyond. And my, what a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. In verse 20, it's uh, Moses, he... He gives the he gonna give the children of Israel some wise advice, some good advice, and I, I believe it's some good sound advice for even for our day and time. I, I, Moses was, I tell you, he was a great man of God. The Holy Ghost uh, inspired him, I believe, to write this and to preach this message unto the children of Israel. And 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 verse twenty there he says, and when I like the, I like that. Moses, is, he had a lot of faith. Uh, back in, uh, back there in, in Psalms, he says, uh, God made known his ways unto Moses, but his acts unto the children of Israel. Uh, uh, 103 verse 7, uh, his ways unto Moses and his acts unto Israel. And, and God could sit down with Moses and talk to Moses, and Moses would believe him, but the children of Israel, they, they wouldn't believe it till they could see it. And Moses is speaking here. Now they're still there in the wilderness. And he's speaking as though they're, they're going to go. He said, and, and when? He, he's not saying if. Well, he's not saying maybe. But, but he's talking about when you get over there in the Canaan. They, they were still in the wilderness. Do you see the children of Israel? They stood back. I believe it when I see it. I believe it when I get there. But Moses said, and when? <laughs> he knew it. God said they was going to inherit the land. They was going to go over there and go to battle against the giants. And they was going to win. And Moses took God at his word. I thought we can believe God this morning. We can trust him this morning. He's a, whoa, he's a God that's worth trusting. You can't trust the news. You can't trust your neighbor. There ain't much in this old world you can count or depend on. But you can trust in a God. That, and you can trust in what thus saith the word of God this morning. And God told Moses, y'all going to go over and they're going to possess the land. And Moses took him at his word and believed it. And he said, and when? You get there. He didn't say if or maybe, but he said, and when? And when you get, and he's talking about when they get over there in Canaan's land. And he said, and when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, what mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you. And what Moses is talking about now, he said, Now when y'all get over there into the promised land, over there in Canaan's land, over there with the land that I promised you, and your children start coming to you and asking you, Well, well, the Canaanites, they do this. The Canaanites, they commit adultery. They commit fornication. They dress any way they want to dress. But what mean all these statues? What mean all these restrictions that God has put up on us? How come they can do it and we can't? That's what Moses is saying. And he said, when they come and, and when they ask you, why, why, what mean all these testimonies? What mean all that? Why do we have to live under all these dietary laws? Why, 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 do we, why do we have to dress modestly and the Canaanites don't? Why do they use vile language and we're not supposed to? That's the question. He, he said, and when thy son cometh and asketh you why, what mean all these testimonies? What, what, why all these restrictions upon us? And then he said, thou shalt say unto thy son, in verse 21, we were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, 
And the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. What Moses is, man, this is some wise advice. What Moses is saying now, when you, when you get over there in the promised land, and your son begin to question, and your daughters begin to question all these statues and all these laws that I've given you, he said, give them your testimony. Don't be ashamed of what God has done for you. But you go to that son, you go to that daughter. We was back there in Egypt, and we was bondmen, and we was enslaved. But this great God in whom we serve, he came down there and set us free. Brought us out with a stretched out arm and a mighty hand. Do you see it's just as relevant for us today? Hallelujah this morning. When those teenage kids come and say, well, how come I can't dress like everybody at school? How come I can't use language like everybody at school? Well, we should tell them what God has done for us. We shouldn't be ashamed of our testimony. How God found us back there in the world. We was in a trench. We was in sinking sand. And God came along and he found us and and he redeemed us and he saved us. And he tucked us out of the sinking sand. He put our feet up on a solid foundation. Hallelujah this morning. Shouldn't be ashamed of what God done for us and where he brought us from and the difference that he's made in our lives. That's what Moses is telling. Tell, tell your son and daughter, this is why, this is why, and begin to tell what God has done for us and where he brought us from and, the, and all the things that he's done in our life. And in verse 22 he says, And the Lord showed signs and wonders great and sore upon Egypt and upon Pharaoh and upon all his household and before our eyes. And Moses said, when you tell your son and your daughter how God went down there to Egypt and he brought all the plagues upon Egypt and how he brought us out with a stretched out arm and a mighty hand. Hallelujah. This morning we come up to the Red Sea and the Lord split the Red Sea and we walked across on dry ground and then the waves came in upon Pharaoh's army and destroyed him. He said don't be ashamed to tell the miracles that God has done in your life. Do you see it's the same for us today? We shouldn't be ashamed to tell our children the difference that the Lord has made in our our life, the changes that the Lord what we used to be and how the Lord brought us out and how the Lord delivered us, do you see we don't uh, it's it's for our good it's for our benefit to be in the house of prayer three times a week uh, when your son, your daughter comes, why those kids at school they only go once a week Those kids, some of those kids they only go twice a year on Easter and Christmas why do we have to come three times a week because it's for our own good it's for our own benefit don't forget what the Lord done for us and where the Lord brought us from and in verse 23 he said and he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore unto our fathers and Moses said you remind your children that the house that you live in it wasn't something we built it wasn't something we earned but it was a gift that God gave us he gave us this house that we did not build. When you go out there to them vineyards and you pick one of those grapes, it wasn't grapes that we planted. It wasn't gardens that we planted. But God gave us those, those gardens and those grapes. It was a gift from God. Remind your children where God... Do you see? We should remind our children today the house that you live in It's not something you earned, not something you deserved. It's a gift from God this morning. Praise His high and holy. The clothes 
praise you, God, when you were back this morning. Hallelujah, this morning. Your mom and your dad might went out and worked. Hallelujah. But God gave them the wisdom to go and work. God gave them the health. God gave them the strength. Hallelujah, this morning. We don't owe God just a little bit. We owe him everything this morning. Woo! Praise his high and holy name this morning. Glory. Woo! And he brought us out from this, and he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore unto our fathers. Do you see everything that we have? It came from the Lord. We got out of bed this morning because of the Lord. Our heart is beating in our chest this morning because of the Lord. Hallelujah this morning. I have a home up there on the hill because of the Lord. I got a car sitting over there because of the Lord this morning. Praise his I know him. I don't have nothing without the Lord this morning. In him we live and we breathe and we have our being. My, what a small thing. What a small thing for God to ask us to live within some boundaries. What after all that he's done for us. After all that he's given for us. And these boundaries are not grievous. They're beneficial to our lives. They'll help us. And the Lord commanded us in verse 24 to do all these statues to fear the Lord our God. And listen to this. For our good always. All these, all these uh, boundaries that he's given us to live by. It's not for his benefit. It's for ours. Do you see it? It's for our good Always, it's always for our good. It's it's to it's to our benefit to dress modestly. It's to our benefit to be here at the house of prayer three times a week. It's it's for our own good. Hallelujah! This morning, it's for our good not to lust after that lady walking down the street. It's for our good not to go out and commit adultery. It's for our good not to steal, or to lie, or to cheat, or to do your neighbor wrong. It's for our good to love those that despitefully use you. It's for our good to pray for those. Hallelujah! That despitefully. Woo! He said, "For our good always, that He might preserve us alive." as it is at this day. Now, for the children of Israel, they'd been there in the wilderness in just about two months. They're going to leave. They've been there almost 40 years, like in two months, been 40 years there in the wilderness, and God preserved them alive. He, he, he provided them with manna every day. He, he provided them with their clothes didn't wear out, their shoes didn't wear out. He protected them from the wild beasts. He protected them from the giants up there in Canaan land that any time could have come down and attacked them. But God watched over and he preserved them. But for us this morning, I believe it's talking about our spiritual life. Preserve us alive. You can't ignore the commandments. You can't ignore the testimonies. You can't ignore the guidelines that God gave us to live by and endure this thing. Or over my, we we got we can be more than overcomers, but we gotta we've got to look into the word and we gotta abide by the guidelines that he get. Not that we can earn it. Not that we can deserve it. It's a gift of God. Hallelujah! This morning, praise His high and holy name. But we've got to come out from among the world and be a separate people and come clean with God and and, and devote ourselves and live for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lay down our life. As he laid down his life for us, hallelujah, we should be willing to lay down our life for him. It's for our good always. It'll be to our good this morning. And listen to this verse 25. And it shall be our, listen to that now, it shall be our righteousness 
If we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God, as he hath commanded us, now the Bible says that there's none good. The Bible says that our righteousness is as a pile of filthy rags. That's what the Bible says. And how can it be our righteousness? But but do you see the only way only way we can live good is by that spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the same spirit that dwells within us and is able to help our mortal bodies and cause us to do good. Do you see by committing ourselves to God and surrendering over into the will of God and to spiritual leadership in our life, living within the boundaries of the word of God, devoting and surrendering, do you see it, it still ain't our righteousness? Do you see, if I do good, it's not me. It's that spirit that lives within me. If I live right and do good to my neighbor, it's not me. It's the help of the, it's the power of prayer. It's the power of the Word. It's the power of the Holy Ghost living within me. Hallelujah. But what God is telling us, I believe, if we'll commit, if we'll surrender, if we'll give the Spirit right away in our life and we're able to live good and live right, not by our own ingenuity, but by the Spirit that lives within us, and we're able to live right, He'll give us the credit for it. Look at that. It'll be for our righteousness. God, we didn't earn it. We didn't live good on our own. We didn't do right all by ourselves. If it not for him, we couldn't do nothing good. Praise is that. But when we commit and surrender to his leadership, and he causes us to do good, he'll give us the credit for the good, even though it wasn't us. It was him. Do you see what a good God we serve? What a merciful and a compassion and a generous God we serve. He's a God that is worth honoring. He's worth praying. Do you see? Why do you have to live within these guidelines? Because we serve a great God this morning. Why do we have to live? I can't live like the world. Because our God's bigger than this old world this morning. Praise his high note. They ain't nobody ever loved us. Ain't nobody ever done for us what he's done for. Ain't nobody ever paid the kind of price that he's paid. We don't know him just a little bit. Hallelujah. And if we'll devote and surrender our life. Oh, praise his high note. I appreciate the Lord this morning. I appreciate the word of God. Praise his high note.